Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Spilt Milk Podcast. It's your boy, I.R. Him, a.k.a. the point guard, a.k.a. the conductor, <laughs> a.k.a. the maestro. Yep, it's a new one. The, the maestro. The maestro. Yo, define that from what, what in the world Duh, is that? You know, a great philosopher once said, you ain't got to explain what's already understood. <laughs> Money, oh, it ain't understood, though. <laughs> well, like, I was like, excuse no. me, where did this come no. from? Yeah. Without further ado, I want to say thank you so much to everybody that's been tuned in, everybody that's been subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. If you don't subscribe, wallahi billahi, I don't know what to say, bro. Like, we're going to have to send moose on you, you know? <laughs> you lacking but, in life. For real. Yeah. So. And they need to start giving out five stars oh, if yeah. they already have it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We saw a little what? hike on the five stars, but we need more. Yeah, more. We need a lot more. Yes. The more, the merrier. For real. There you go. More episodes if you give more five stars. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. You're asking for that's a lot of work. Well, like. Maybe merch, right? <laughs> oh, merch. Merch. We might need to do the merch. Merch. Giveaways. Like, who knows? Yeah. Our own Arnold brand. Exactly. You know? But yo, you guys already hear the voices? Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, y'all. It's me, Kosad. I'm glad to be back again. Hey, yo. It's your boy, Abu Suave. You know what I'm saying? We got rid of Suavito. Thank goodness. Un- un- unfortunately. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. There was me, not me. Why are we hating on you? Duh, I just say you hate you Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't make no sense. Well, I, th- that was the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. So what did it make sense? Nah. Okay, but did you guys say that he was like moving towards a new stage in his life or something like that? Oh, yeah, he graduated. He oh, graduated he graduated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he graduated from Fave. Like, yeah. he like evolved like a Pokemon, you know? You know what I'm saying? Stop. Niggas gotta elevate. You gotta rebrand, you know what I'm saying? Look at Snoop Dogg. He's 50, but everybody still knows his name. But <laughs> dog Snoop Lion, yeah? Yeah, Snoop dog, Lion. you see? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Gotta keep it going. Okay, so then why you go back to Suave, Hada? I thought like, well, at least, you know, you strong arm me. Uh-uh, yeah? Uh-uh, Thank gosh. I was like, okay, it's done, it's done, okay. You know? <laughs> going back to the, uh, to, 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 to the drawing boards. Nah. No, like, it's hilarious. But yo, we're gonna go ahead and jump right into the episode. So, um, the first thing I wanna talk about is. So, Harvard. You guys saw yeah. the whole Harvard thing, right? Wild. Long story short, so Harvard brought this Israeli um, settlement movement guy to come to speak. Is he like an ambassador or something? He's a a general counselor. Okay. Right? So his name is Danny Dayan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So a man who's out here wilding came to campus to talk about why the settlement should be legal and basically legal strategies um, revolving around the Palestinian settlements, Mm -hmm. whatever the case is, right? So... People like left. They're mm-hmm. like mid sentence or whatever the case is. You know, they dipped out. They were like, yo, they're all holding up signs, basically saying, like, yo, settlements are a war crime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then afterwards, um, social media kind of like exploded. And people were saying, like, yo, um, why would Harvard bring this guy? Right. Especially right when At that Israel, moment in life. Yeah, yeah, they were bombing the Gaza Strip. Yeah, didn't they? I think recently I was reading an article that said there's like maybe more than 50,000 like Palestinian youth that are homeless because mm. of the occupation of Gaza. And mm. then I think 16 young children were killed. Yeah, well, in and recent bombings. In a recent bombing. Mm-hmm. And then there was a recent bombing where the government had, you know, the Israeli government had 
quote-unquote actually claim that they accidentally um, bombed an entire a home. home. Yeah. yeah, and for the I think it was like the first time out of like for several years nice. that they've actually finally claimed that you know they were at fault in Big a sense. Facts. So let me ask you guys though. So about the settlement, right? So Israeli won the settlement. Israel won. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're living there. Mm-hmm. Should they be kicked out? They already won. They're already living there. They already settled up. Nah, that's the yeah. home of the Palestinians, bro. That's they. Yeah. That's they land. That's where they. You know what I'm saying? The whole many gener like if you can trace back many many generations to where your family been living at, there's no way in hell you should give that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. more of like that historical context piece, mm-hmm. right? Of like, um, I think just really being able to understand the history of like the Palestinian Strip, of just even understanding like what the Holy Land is and what it mm-hmm. like, even the Masjid of Al Aqsa and all those areas. Just knowing, like, you know, it was a hub for Christianity, Judaism, mm-hmm. and Islam, right? Mm-hmm. There should be no particular claim to that area and it's always been disputed land historically right Mm. from all the prophets times you know Mm. even like we can count it back down to all the times that we remember right but it's that piece of like the united nations i think isn't ultimately stepping in or trying to step in from the human rights aspect right and then really understanding like what the bds movement is right and being able to understand um you know how to divest and what are the sanctions and all these different like large corporations that are you know protecting you know all, everything that's happening right now i think there's a larger context to it all where it's like the only reason why this is able to happen is because there's so much investment right and there hasn't been divestment of this government and there hasn't been divestment of everything that's been occurring so with this settlement is israel violating laws oh 100 percent what do you mean? Human rights violations to the yeah. fullest. You know, and first of all, we got to say shout out to all the kids who walked out of that, on, on, on that lecture. Like, and it was a they, silent yeah, one, yeah. You know, they all deserve it. If I was a professor at that school, <laughs> my dog, you couldn't air for us this semester. You could. You, know? <laughs> you ain't got to even show up. Facts. You know? So, like, so, so you guys agree when it comes to, well, before, let me take a step back, actually. You guys said that you guys agree that your Israel's committing war crimes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. It shouldn't be really... Mm-hmm. Like every that line at all. the United States needs to divest and boycott and sanction everything that's happening. Larger corporations that are also United States found need to do the same thing. Um, I think that we recognize the genocide that has happened to a lot of you know Jewish people, to a lot of like Israeli people because of the Holocaust and everything that happened at that time. But then to be able to you know recreate the same crimes that were committed against you, against a new population in a place that you resettled in is unjust and it's unfair, right? Okay. And they have been continuously violating human like human rights laws and, you know, UN treaties and territorial like um boundaries, but then ultimately no one has stood up to them but Turkey, which is why now Turkey is facing a lot of different like, you know, um sanctions and boycotts mm-hmm. and divest dis- you know, divestments and from it almost the United went, States. Even yeah. went into uh, broke off almost into civil war because you yeah. know, because you could see the power of the you know, the Israeli government is really out here and they have really strong arms. Mm-hmm. So like of course it's really hard for these, you know what I'm saying, big governments or big companies to to pull mm-hmm. away. But in the event that they do pull away you know what I'm saying? It'll be literally, like, change the landscape of the, of the entire globe, if you think about it. Right. 
I think, and another thing is, I think a lot of people give a lot of heat to Ilhan Omar. You know, shout out to Ilhan, our Edo, our Habir, you know, <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our forefather, right? Wow. But no, shout out to her because it's like, for her to even stand up at a national scale oh, yeah. and to really speak up and say like, you know, what is happening to our brothers and sisters in Palestine, it's wrong. It's been happening for various years. Like it's gotten to a point where like, we're becoming desensitized to what's happening to, you know, in mm -hmm. a minute, like, you know, like, like, Palestine has been dealing with this for years, right? But mm -hmm. many other Muslim countries have been dealing with this as well, but they've been dealing with it for the longest. And, and the blockades and, and the all blockades the, mm -hmm. and everything. And it's like people cannot get from one side of the West Bank to the other. And then when they do even have the ability to, you know, they actually have met all the administrative, you know, requirements. They have citizenship. Mm -hmm. They've, you know, got all the papers. Mm -hmm. They're still denied. And I think it takes more than 24 hours oh, yeah. to get across the border. Like, people will be at the border in their mm. cars or, like, lined up for weeks. Wow. Like, that's... It's, it's beyond so. inhumane. Yeah, it's and, like, you can't get from one home to another. You can't visit your family. There's mm. so many documentaries on Al Jazeera and, um, like, Vice and all these other different networks and sources, and people have literally risked their life yeah. for the sake of journalism to really actually report on, like the crimes and the injustices that are happening, but we don't see any world leader besides like Turkey standing up and saying anything. Like even a large a large sum of these, you know, UAE and Khaliji mm. states have decided to not say anything oh, yeah, and time. be silent on the cause and then even turn on Ilhan and say how dare you speak on this? Mm -hmm. Anyone ever says anything against Israel is really yeah. in like a, like they got to be either really, really brave. Yeah. Or they got to have deep pockets and connections. And then there's yeah. even that piece about like the strategy of the, like, could it be a two state or a one state, mm -hmm. you know, situation? It's like, you know, I completely understand the need for a one state, but I also understand that like we've gotten to this stage in this like predicament where it's like maybe there is a need for a two state situation but even but saying that it's a two-state situation is it's still unfair i know it's slightly unfair yeah and, and not to digress from the conversation um but the wildest thing that i heard about this whole occupation thing was mm. um i forgot which specific um individual f say that yo the reason why palestine doesn't exist mm -hmm. because in their language the letter p doesn't exist wait what Oh, that's of in 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 the Hebrews or the Hebrew. Oh, yeah. no Hebrew. Oh. Mm. Therefore, how can there be a Palestine if there's a, a P? Oh, that there? was actually a a, a a a politician from Israel, Israeli government. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Israeli and, and, and politician. And it's just like yeah. this rhetoric that's being taken to just completely mm -hmm. undermine and disqualify. Try to their disqualify. Yeah. Right. You know okay. And no, it's literally what's happening is a genocide mm -hmm. and the erasure of an entire you know, entire ethnicity, entire group of people, and really just being able to say, you know, we are trying to deny their existence, their history, and their ability to even function in society. Like, you know, I, I know, know, uh, you know what happened to them. They're trying to do to the... Oh, big time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they already got the formula, if you think about it, right? My dog said they got the formula. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to transition a little bit. So, um, so on Wednesday night, right, speaking of survivors and all that, so... You guys, I mean, I don't watch Survivor no more. I don't think I ever yeah. watched Survivor. Mm -hmm. I think like one like or the, two clips. One of the like, longest running TV shows of, of all time. What they say, like 38 seasons? 38 seasons. 100 yo. some episodes. It's wild. Why, yo, big boy. Hasn't so. a black person won? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> that's a good question. What I so on Wednesday night, right? So this is I think the eighth episode of the season. Okay. So basically, there was like this wild thing that happened, right? So somebody got accused of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. So one of the contestants was allegedly, or this accusation came about mm-hmm. that he was inappropriately touching these girls, one and so on and so forth. Not girls, but this specific woman. And then this other girl popped up and said, yo, he does the same thing to me. So then... So two women, two women came in out the show. accusing mm-hmm. one male... On the show. Who's all, so they're all contestants. Yes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So basically... Basically followed a bunch of tears, mm-hmm. denial, bleak explanations, so on and so forth, right? Right. So... But the whole entire season, the contestant, the male, his mm-hmm. name is Dan, he's been handsy with all the shorties, right? Oh. So basically, he wrapped their arms around them, so on and so and forth. And there's like footage. Yeah, yeah, he oh, okay. he's wriggling their toes. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Damn. Their toes. Oh, man, yeah. wild, you know what I mean? Wow. So basically, um, yeah, so after the acquisition, whatever the case is, boom. Uh, the producers came, they talked to everybody, they talked to everybody as a group, they talked to everybody as individuals to let them know, like, yo, this is not acceptable, this is not how we move, and they talked to him specifically. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The conversation. So later on, they had a tribal meeting. Of okay. course, they had to vote somebody off. Yeah. The girl that accused them got voted off. By the entire, like, tri- Oh. So they won the case. No, but then at that point, did like did they look at everything and then so they said... So got voted oh. off. And then after the episode... So there was two girls that kind of like joined uh-huh. the other girl. Mm-hmm. After the episode, they said, yo, they were lying. Oh, like they no, said, oh, we're lying. Yeah. Oh, they, oh. they were lying. Oh, and they were trying to basically but were they win using favor the, with the girl. Were and they then using help. the Me Too uh, movement as an... Basically. Damn. You know so pretty much the finesse so was, was like, yo, we're against the shorty. Uh, we're against the girl. And so they plotted. No, they're plotting against the guy. Yeah. No, they're plotting against no, the guy. No, they're plotting against the guy. And they're trying yeah. to win the girl's favor. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So, so all three of them can kick the guy out. Yeah. Mm. But then their homegirl got so, kicked so much, out. And they said, damn, we got to actually mm-hmm. fess up and say, but did he remain his innocence the entire time? Or did he like, did he like you know, know, apologize? Does it matter? Okay. Does it matter? I think it does. Like, in, I think in situations where we oftentimes see, like, you know, athletes, you know, and other people who are oftentimes told, like, hey, they have claims against them of sexual assault. And oftentimes what we've been seeing in the last couple of years is that um, there will be athletes that were, you know, reprimanded or given, like, you know, 10 years Mm -hmm. of prison time because of somebody falsely accusing them of sexual assault. And then, you know, the woman later coming out or like somebody finally saying in their family, I need to further dig into this and investigate and finding out this person has been innocent the whole time and they remain there. Either they remain innocent or they actually said, you know, I'll take the plea and um, I'll just say I'm guilty, right? Mm-hmm. So if Just it, to if, get out in time. So if he took the plea. Yeah. Right? Because he's like, That's damn. That's going to make him look guilty. No, then, of course. But then, yeah. he took that, okay. you know? So then, but the girls later on apologized, right? So it's does that up. change his plea? I think it, it does. It does change the plea. But at the same time, it's like... The damage has been done. Yeah, the damage has been done. But also, if, like, for him, it's like, damn, you shouldn't have folded. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't do anything, mm-hmm. don't fold. Like, that's literally the reason why, like, these systems are created is literally to make you fold. And, like, if you know you're innocent, 
Maintain Stick to it. it. Maintain it. Yeah, but we know the sad thing is that now because of like this episode and it, you know what I'm saying, be talked about so much and it getting so much attention right now, yeah, it's going to make it harder for the actual people who got... Um, who actually do have something yeah, to accuse yeah, because they actually yeah. were sexually yeah. assaulted. You know, That's the like, fucked up part where it's like, yeah. you know, especially for... Women were oftentimes, you know, looked at as like, okay, like you're a wolf, you know, you're a crying, you're a boy crying wolf, yeah. like you're not actually, you know, telling the truth. Yeah. There's women who actually decide, like, what's the point of going through a rape kit? What's the point of going through the hospital? Like, I might as well just like thug it out, you know, mm-hmm. you know, get help and support through a therapist or my friends because and they I know, never get over it. No, and they never no, get over no. it. Like, it ends up messing with your psyche, it messes up with mm-hmm. your your body it messes up with everything your spirit and mm-hmm. in the end of the day it's that piece of like nobody believes you because everyone already assumes you're a boy crying wolf and then you see a case like this and it's like see yeah. this is why we shouldn't believe women you know and this especially is why we should never but like, then again like so you have Dave Chappelle like what the hell right so Dave Chappelle yeah. came out and said yo and he thinks the whole Me Too movement is a joke himself and it's like shit y'all just proved him right mm-hmm. Like, he really is going to keep making fun of y'all because y'all do stuff like this. Like, why would you, as a woman, as a woman, understanding that everything we go through, right, decide to, you know, make light of such a serious situation? Like, one great example is the city of Minneapolis' police department right now just found thousands of rape kits that were supposedly missing for the pa- and that span from the past 30 years. That were Thousands. Untested. Thousands, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Women are always, like, checking in with the police department about, like, have you put my rape kit into the system? Have you been able to trace it with, like, X, Y, and Z other precincts and surrounding geographies? Just to be able to even get, like, one hit off of that DNA. Just one hit. And, like, the biggest thing that, like, is so worrisome is that, like, these rape kits are so sensitive. Oh, yeah. And, like, you're only able to actually capture whatever like bodily fluids or DNA in the first 24 hours I believe and you can't take a shower Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. the first thing you want to do is like cleanse Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. of everything that just happened to you right and everything you went through so just to know that like these women like made such a serious situation turn into like such a minor minuscule issue is like what really pisses me off as a woman and like how oftentimes we're always looked at like oh my god you're like you're the boy crying wolf like you're just just trying to get the money yeah are you just trying to get money? Yo, how much do they even like, get for winning Survivor? It ain't enough to lie like that. Yo. To plot on somebody and really, like, put technically set women back for years, right? Yeah. Like, you're setting women back for years. There's women in Hollywood and in other different industries that are still fighting the Me Too movement cases against producers and directors and, like, all these different people that are a part of their day-to-day, like, life and fabric and for you to be on, like, a large-scale platform and to use this as a scheme is crazy. And, like, you also look at an example of, like, yeah, there are women who do make that claim and use that excuse, but at the same time, it's, like, for what reason? Like, what did you gain out of that? Because now women that are actually encountering these issues are being denied their right to actually execute it, right? And to actually get representation and actually feel like they can go up in front of a court. Because I feel like oftentimes sexual assault is so speculative. 
in oh, like yeah, it has when to you go be, to court. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. speculative. It's like, it's, uh, it's like, yeah, it's if you don't have the gray, DNA, yeah. Yeah, it's such a gray situation if you, mm-hmm. have, if you don't have DNA, if you don't have X, Y, and Z evidence, and it's really your word against theirs. Yeah. Especially if they're like a wealthy or affluent person. For sure, mm-hmm. like, people will buy out, like, they'll buy off, like, DAs and, like, all these mm-hmm. different, like, prosecutors, and then you're just sitting there, like, it's like, I'm helpless. Like, you bought off the police department, you bought off the DA, you bought off everybody, and I'm here left to, like, nothing. But the best part about this, though, is low-key. Yo, mad people about to tune into Survivor. You think so? Hell yeah. Damn. Like, what's going to happen next? Because they're not, they want to see what these girls look like. Right. See how they move, learn about them. And they're still on the Oh, yeah, episode. yeah, they're oh on. You know what I'm saying? They didn't get voted off. But Such a PR stunt. Is it the, the, the whole, pre- the, the, the whole it. pretense but of it, you know, for the those show, girls? For the show, it is. You know, the girls are going to be like, hey, we were, just, we were just trying to win. Anything yeah. to win. And they came on this, you know and they, so it's kind of, they kind came out and they apologized. Think about yeah. It. yeah, we were just doing this to go along nice. so we could get a W. And it's like, yo, you ruined so many people's lives with that. But now yeah. they're going to take a huge L when they get off the, like, the show, you know what I mean? Because now yeah. everybody's like, okay, I know how to put a name to the face, and I know who you are, and I know not oh, to yeah. do business with you. And they're probably not going to be getting any, like, because oftentimes nah. when you do these reality Three days later, they, books. they do books. Yeah, they do, they do PR tours. Yeah, they do PR tours. Mm. They do books. They yeah. end up, like, becoming, like, social media influencers with different brands. Like, these people end up doing campaigns, and it's like... Nobody's going to want to work with you oh, because yeah. what you just did. Oh yeah, big time, big time. So let's talk best about. Best of luck. Yeah, best of luck, right? <laughs> so tight. So let's talk about um, man, your girl Alicia Keys. Oh. Big Alicia. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Alicia Keys came to Instagram to talk about um, an experience that she had at a salon. So nail short, shop, right? Nail, nail shop. shop. Is nail it? Salon, something like that. Correct me. You, correct it was me. A nail salon. Okay, there yeah. you go. You want to correct me so I'm bad, gonna bro? Let him, <laughs> I'm gonna let him skate. Yo, <laughs> God damn. All right. So, but yeah. So she talking about her experience. So she took her son to this mm. nail shop. Yeah. And apparently, her son wanted to get rainbow colored nails. Okay. Right. So, boom, boom. Little man got his nails. Whatever, whatever. And afterwards, he was just like, "Yo," um, kind of felt ashamed. And she was like, yo, what's going on? And then he's just like, yo, people are going to, like, look at me funny or whatever the case is. And she was just, like, frustrated. And that's when she came to Instagram. And she basically said, like, yo, my little four-year-old is already feeling shame, um, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? All because he wants to explore his feminine energy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I have masculine energy. And I sometimes explore it or whatever the case is. But if... This little man wants to do whatever, whatever. He should be able to do whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, wanted to ask y'all, what is feminine energy? I've what is never masculine heard energy? That in my life. My biggest thing is, is like, why does nail polish have to be like a feminine energy? Like, I see a lot of men who wear nail polish. Like, do you guys know A One, the producer? He's on like Love and Hip Hop. I don't know him. Um, no. okay. I know no man personally that that, that be wearing nail polish. No, no, okay. no. But like, but, like, yeah, but what is but, nail no, polish, before that? Like, before and, that, but um, what is this feminine energy that you're talking about right now? I don't see it. I don't think nail polish equates to feminine no, energy. But what I don't is even that? want like I don't even understand what like quote unquote feminine energy would be or masculine energy, right? I think those are things that like those are just constructive things that people have created in society for to put us into boxes, right? Like She probably oh, made that shit up though, Loki. Like my I think son my has feminine thing is, like, energy. Like for me it's like 
I personally like to wear like suits and blazers and sometimes I'll wear like a vest and tie with it right and somebody will be like oh that's super butch of you like you know what I mean like, you're like really you know showing off masculine energy I'm like what the hell is wrong with like me wearing a suit and like a vest and like you know so uh, is it like so a, is, a tie or a bow so tie? Like, is, why does that have to be something that's like only tied to like men mm-hmm. and like masculinity? Why can't a woman wear that? So is masculine energy okay? tied to like physical appearance or is it like characteristics as well? I think people tie it to both. Okay, mm-hmm. but they, like, would you would you, would you push that on like your children who are on, like let's say your 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 son yeah. to wear like a dress? My thing, my thing is, is like, like just because, because yeah. he wants to explore his feminine side. Like, nah, dog, <laughs> where am I? We no, Dennis, have y'all niggas ever met a? F- <laughs> I should respect myself. Never What'd mind. you say? I was gonna say, have y'all ever met a four-year-old that wants to express his feminine side? Yeah, then that's just thing. Babies love to like play with things. Like a mm. four-year-old is a baby. Like this is mm. a child. Like mm. letting a child play with the nail polish is completely fine. Like I don't have any younger siblings that like you know I had to deal with with that. But I know like friends who have like had siblings that were growing up together and like they'll do their little sister's nails and then their little brother will come like do my nails too and it's like okay it's not a big deal like. Why, mm. Like, it's just paint on your fingernails. However you take it, you take it like that. And however anybody else takes it, they take it like that. But, like, nail polish to me is not, like, a huge deal, which is probably why at least Shakiz came up and said, oh, you know, why is my child feeling like this? I feel like oftentimes adults, we, like, try to paint a paintbrush on children and try to force them upon these things, right? Because, like, one case I know is, like, right now, um, a lot of children are being taught about, like, very young, young children are being taught about, like, you know, being gender nonconforming and, like, you know, different pronouns and all those things. And I'm like, especially for children that are coming from immigrant households and that are coming from very religious families and that are going to, like, Sunday school but on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that's mm-hmm. difficult. Even their parents don't un- understand those structural systems. So when you're introducing that to a young child that is coming from a marginalized minority community where they're immigrants and they're new to a lot of these Western ideologies that aren't ideologies that have been introduced to the countries that they're from, please be cognizant, right? Please be aware of like what the cultural like scope is and that you're not introducing something that could later create like a rift and a conflict within that home. Because that yes, child definitely. is only with you for a couple of hours and then they have to lay home somewhere else and then now you're going to create all of these problems for this family that no, that doesn't even know how to navigate systems in the way that you do. You, you know what's crazy about that though, my G is like like cultural competence. Like is like huge. like we grow up, you know. Like imagine how we grew up and what our parents, you know, when like when we had conferences, mm-hmm. like what they would see and what they would talk to us about, you know. Yeah. Like imagine like that mentality back then. To like now. No, but that's the conversations that like that we have to possible. have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the conversations that we have to have. So, but with that being said, though, is how do you? Okay, so let me take a step back. There's this thing called separation of church and state. Yeah. Right, where you separate your religious beliefs mm-hmm. from education, mm-hmm. and it's a very American thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this one of those things, or nah. is this different? Because as Muslims, even education is tied to the deen. Yeah. You know, no, so, no, but, so, no, 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 no. Like, understand me correctly, though. Understand. What I mean is, when you go to a public school, mm-hmm. you don't get taught, like... About school, like religion. Like religion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Does this fit in that scope? Because this is like a, hey, it, 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 
people are having that type of reaction to yo. Mm -hmm. I don't want to learn about Islam in school. I don't want to learn about Christianity in school. Teach me math, teach me science. Mm -hmm. Don't teach yeah. me about anything else. And then I think it's the piece of like teaching children about gender and pronouns, it fits into sex ed, right? That's where it falls into. That's why it doesn't Or fall biology into, type Yeah, gym? biology mm -hmm. type. Well, not even biology, because I think now conversations and academics are moving from that space, but it's more of like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like there's like regular sex education classes and stuff, sometimes you have to be able to understand that there is a, po a, a large population of people that are gender nonconforming, that are you know transgender, that are not you know what we would generally call man and woman, girl and boy, right? And that's fine, but it's the matter of like, okay, what education has also been done at this child's home? Because if this is being introduced in the schools and like their parents aren't aware of this curriculum and you haven't incorporated like the cultural competency piece of it, you are now creating a gap in that child's education and you're creating a stipulation for them when they return home that even if this child right now is navigating that space and they return to their household that isn't you know educated or understanding of what you're teaching this child might be reprimanded yes. you don't know what you don't know what type of household this person is going into mm -hmm. you have now introduced a danger to them because of you don't know where this child is going back home to and if they are they're introducing what their homework is or you know what assignment their professor gave their teacher had given them and they're telling this to their parent that isn't you know really completely for this your this they might take their anger out or whatever this is on this child and you might say that this is an issue of that families but i think there also needs to be education done with the parents Mm. Just before the education is done with the child, so you just think so that so you think that all that of our edos and abuelos yeah. and all that, and all of our aunties and our siblings mm -hmm. should learn about their pronouns for sure, because that is literally where society is moving towards. You no, but but I mean? think about though, like this this kid, you know, he he's in school where his teacher doesn't have a gender, okay? Yeah, and like he comes home and he's like, like um. Hoyo, this my teacher. Okay, <laughs> like how does how does a kid you know go from that? Uh, and then the parents are like, "Yo, what is this?" They go to the school, try to have a conference, and then it's just like you said, it creates this huge rift. And then you know, once that happens, you know, all these you know, what I'm saying these families get together that mm -hmm. are you know of, of these minority groups and whatnot, and even that makes a problem even for them because like you said like they're they're gonna go to work in other areas and they gotta see that you know and they gotta you know what i'm saying like they I, go and, to and work. if that's the yeah. case and if that's yeah. the case can't the kid just go to uba can the kid go to higher ground but they're gonna start introducing it at those schools too soon it's mm. going to be a part of a wide like a, a wide range curriculum mm. for western schools right so i think in the end of the day like the way i look at it is accept everyone for who they are let people live their lives and be respectful and if us being respectful is actually using the pronouns that people want to go by that's understandable but i think the, from the conversations I've even had like with like behavioral specialists in like different public school systems is that for a teacher that is gender nonconforming that uses like a mix like a mix is like MX it's like not Mr. it's not Mrs. but it's like someone who's not gender nonconforming 
um, uses that as their, um, what do they call it? Like a it's not surname. Surname? Yeah. It's surname. Not, is it surname? surname yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, surname. And the children's don't, they don't understand it and they don't understand, oh, you're not a boy, you're not a girl. And that teacher is having a lot of difficulty in teaching that curriculum because I don't think it's been fully rolled out yet. So then it becomes really difficult for them to teach young children that are, you know, misgendering them. And then the parents come and the parents are misgendering them so it's just there's an education gap and it's not that I'm blaming the families because it's like these folks have a lot of different cards stacked up against them like their number one concern is not pronouns do you think this is a Minneapolis thing because Minneapolis is very progressive. Very progressive, very liberal. Yeah. No, right no. Away. I'm ho- I'm mm-hmm. like I'm saying at least personally. I hope that it's at least like eighth grade level. You think eighth grade? I think eighth grade is too late. Eighth graders are rowdy as hell. I know, but like, but and just rude. And by then, like, I feel like a certain part of their like frontal like. They have actually to understand that at that time. You but know? they also have like the ability to be hella disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like, well, the eighth grader is like, oh, I've had the high school, you know, ninth grade. Like, they already are Wait, like, you think those little nah, fourth graders are, 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 are not going to roast that teacher? Like, ah, you ain't even man or a boy. They're going like, to roast. They're going to roast them way less than an eighth grader will. An eighth grader, eighth grader a fourth grader, will be sensitive least, I think, will though. be able to apply it and be like, okay, like, this is what this is and I understand it and, like, no, they I, wouldn't really understand it. Trust me, I eighth grader so. would understand. Fourth grade, we're talking like about nine-year-olds. Yeah, nine-year-olds are. I don't think is that young. Like I, when I was nine, I was pretty bright. You like, were, but I think other nine-year-olds are. A lot pretty of nine-year-olds that eat crayons. The facts or eat erasers. Like, <laughs> Do you eat erasers? Yeah, you know, sniffing the markers. No, but I'm serious. Like eighth grader, I, I feel like would have the the mental capacity to understand it, respect it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe roast a little bit, but at the end of the day, like, they know what they are and what the other person is. I think the earlier, the better. <laughs> but what? not, like, on some five-year-old that's just learning how to write their name Why or she, whatever. She like, was just, like, in nursery schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, what do, y- what do y'all think? Let us know what y'all think. What age is that? Should there even be an age? Um, we talked about Harvard and the whole scandal that they had going on with bringing the Israeli guy uh, to talk about the legalities of... Look into the BDS movement, y'all. You, what? The BDS <laughs> movement. The boycott, disinvest, and sanctions movement. Okay, 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 okay. Damn, you got to look into okay, it too, Okay, I got to look into it. I'm glad you had to clarify that out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, but So, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about Survivor and the whole Me Too movement Mm-mm. and the whole... Two shorties, you know what I'm saying, taking it L for three. Not it, even is it two? three? Because one of them you said got sent home, and then there was still two, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's three shorties. Okay. Three, that's bottom. a whole gang right there. It's a squad. It's a whole lot. Three's that's a crowd, squad. right? That's yeah. crazy. Two's a pair, three's a crowd. Yeah. And we also talked about Alicia Keys, mm-hmm. aka. There's a lot of things we can call her. Yeah, Alicia was still my first crush, though. <laughs> 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 Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, so y'all, y'all let us know. We had a conversation about like this whole like pronoun thing and how um, and just basically like expressing Another thing energies. Even about like the feminine piece, I wanted to add is that like you know a lot of like um, Sufi Muslim men like they put Elan on their pinkies. That's Sunnah. That's Sunnah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sunnah. So, so, so is, is so, so is so is know, eyeliner. So is eyeliner. So is that feminine? Huh? Is that feminine? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to do it. Okay. So, so, so that's how I sound. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I was 
You, you know? know what? Yeah. Leave another day. Y'all, y'all yeah. let us know. Maybe we'll do a part two about this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but y'all let us know. We're on all the all the all the platforms. Eleven. You know what I'm saying? You can find us on uh, Spilt Milk Podcast. That's on IG. Spilt Milk Pod. That's the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Go you ahead. know the name. Yeah. That part. A great philosopher always says. Love is love. Peace. And prosperity. Ah, oh, <laughs> MB. We needed MB today. I'm so today. proud of myself because I finally remembered. Assalamualaikum, <laughs> uh, y'all.